Good morning. Welcome back to Monocycle, a weekly podcast by Man Repeller hosted by Leandra Medine. That's me in the third person. In this week's episode of Monocycle, I want to talk about our theme of the month, which is to let loose and relax. You know, the concept of letting loose and relaxing probably seems so trivial on a baseline level. Okay, yeah, so it's July. I'm going to let loose. I'm going to do what I want. I'm going to go ham. I'm going to eat that second slice of cake and drink that third drink and skip work today and yada, yada, yada. But for me, it's so much more than that. All right, I'm going to give you a little bit of context. So... I hadn't told this to anybody, not my own mom, not my mother-in-law. This was just between my husband and me, but a couple of weeks ago, we went back in and did a second embryo transfer and anticipated that in not telling anybody, if the news was bad, it would sting a little less. But I was acutely wrong, of course, because finding out for the second time in three weeks that a perfectly good embryo didn't stick on my shitty-ass uterus. I'm sorry, I shouldn't say that. Okay. An embryo didn't sit on my perfectly fine uterus. It's still really hard to hear. You know, they say that in IVF, the hardest process is the beginning when you're gearing up for the egg retrieval. You're taking all of these pills and injecting yourself with all of these different liquid medications and you just feel like the craziest and most depressing version of yourself and it lasts for so long and because you're in your head through all of that because you're you you start to forget that there's a better version of you you start to forget who you really are because you can't remember it anymore but in any case we found out that we weren't pregnant um yesterday and it stunk But my reaction was different this time because before we were to find out, I articulated a plan B in my right mind. I said, if this doesn't work, this, insert plan B here, is what we're going to do. And just having something to work toward now, knowing exactly what happens next, is extremely helpful. So having having a, a plan B is really helpful. And one piece of this plan B is to sort of just let go. I don't know if you remember that a couple months ago, one of our editors, Haley, wrote a story that replaced the concept of self-love with self-compassion. You know, she said that what we need as women is not necessarily to love ourselves more, but it's to be a little bit more compassionate with ourselves. And it was such a novel and smart concept and smart story because when I read it and when I thought about it, I was like, yeah, this is exactly it. Because you can articulate that you love yourself all you want, but you don't really know what that means because love is such an all-encompassing word. So when you say to love yourself, that could mean so many things, an overwhelming number of things to the point that you're paralyzed again by the choice. And so in learning to love myself, I replaced the word love with compassion, learning to be compassionate with myself. And part of that is really a cornerstone of what I mean by let loose and relax this month. Trust your boundaries, respect your boundaries, and manage them appropriately. Like, if you want to take a long weekend, work really hard Monday through Thursday so that Friday you don't have to go into work so that you can take the day off, shut your phone, close your eyes, and enjoy the day. 
I hope you understand what I'm getting at and what I mean by letting loose and relax. And there's a formal introduction to the month. It's sort of like our version of the editor's letter that comes out at the beginning of every quote-unquote issue. And there's a lot of good stuff teed up for the month from a content perspective. I mean, we... In some ways, we are trivializing the concept of letting loose and relax. You know, one life only, buy the damn shoes, yada, yada, yada. But in many other ways, we're also espousing the benefits of really looking at yourself critically and just feeling good about what you see, looking in the mirror, identifying your quote-unquote problem zones, and then recalling that they're not actually problems. Your hips are wide. That's awesome. You're going to have to use those hips to bear children one day. Oh, your nose is kind of hooky? Cool. You know who else has a hooky nose? Your dad, who you fucking love. Your hair won't grow? Sick. You wouldn't look good with long hair anyway. That shortcut looks so cool on you. Gosh. Part of the way that I anticipate forcing myself to let loose and quote-unquote relax is that I am going to spend this month watching my time like a hawk and every time I'm doing something that I truly truly don't want to be doing that makes me feel dirty and anxious and uncomfortable I'm gonna stop I'm going to stop and by the way there's a difference between feeling dirty and anxious and uncomfortable and actually getting work done I build up these mountains in my head of like all this stuff I need to do and how am I gonna get it done and then I look at my to-do list and I'm like, there are like four things on here and I could probably do them all in the span of the next three hours. So what the hell am I talking about? My point is to say this, all month I'm going to be delivering recaps on a weekly basis about how I'm letting loose and relaxing. And my anticipation is not to share with you what works with me because I'm a flaming narcissist and I want you to know what works for me but is to share with you what works for me because I don't know how to connect with other people without using my own story. Especially in this broad setting where I'm talking and you're not really talking back. Of course, if we were having a conversation one-on-one, -on -one, it wouldn't have to be me talking, me talking, me talking, me talking, and I wouldn't want it to be me talking, me talking, me talking, parenthesis, me talking, close parentheses. And the reason I'm telling you that is because I recently received feedback that this podcast makes me sound really full of myself, and that's actually something that I'm quite aware of and sensitive to because I know like here I am spending 10 minutes talking about myself but uh, the point of the personal narratives are not just to like offload my baggage on you so much as they are to share my story in anticipation that they will in one way or another mirror yours and help you with something because you know maybe you need to let loose and relax this month also not because you're trying to get pregnant or because you're really anxious, even though if you live in New York, you probably are really anxious because this city's pressure scale. But my hope is that you'll cut yourself some slack also, right? That we'll do this together. So anyway, what I'm gonna be doing is releasing weekly dispatches on how I'm letting loose and relaxing, what it's doing for me, how it's making me feel, with the anticipation that I actually figure out how to be more compassionate. And I don't just use that compassion through the course of the month of July when the sun is shining and it's really hot and I'm wearing all these caftans and you know there's like a, a slight vague breeze blowing through my hair 
and there's also ice cream in my right hand, but so that I can maintain this state of mind and take it with me into darker days and that you can maintain this state of mind and we can take them with us and just be like jolly human Prozac pills or something. No, but not really, because, you know, I, I mean, I know that the quote-unquote struggle is important for art, but, man, it's hard when you're obsessed with how you feel and think about how you're feeling every hour of every day because you just can't tolerate feeling bad. But here's another cool thing I learned. It's, it's also okay to feel bad. You just have to know, and, and I mean really know with a capital K, that you're going to feel good again. And before I wrap this up, I'm going to bring us back around to the IVF piece from the beginning of the episode and say this. I'm doing all right. And I feel like talking about this probably feels like beating a dead horse for you at this point. Number one, how many more times can we hear about a failed attempt? But also number two, how is it possible that my response was so different this time from the first time? One of the fears that I had identified and cited in one of our early conversations, I suppose, was that I couldn't quite picture myself being a mother. I couldn't picture myself pregnant and I couldn't picture the baby. But I can almost like see this kid right now. I can smell her and I can feel myself holding her and she smells so good and she's so little and there aren't actual facial features on her face, but I know she's there. And like, that's enough for me right now because I'm pretty sure that means that in my gut of guts and heart of hearts, I know that there's gonna be a baby. And that feels so good. So now it's time, you know? to let loose and relax and take my own advice, right? When I got engaged, I said to myself, why did I spend all that time that I was single feeling so afraid that I was gonna be alone for the rest of my life? So I'm really, really gonna try to take this summer, the next 31 days, to enjoy these these few moments of quote-unquote freedom before we do it and before it happens, before it happens. But I'm gonna be really fucking nice to myself. And I hope that you're gonna do that too because we've only got each other. You, me, and Chris Brown moving at the speed of light. It's you and me.